When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. I need information I needed five minutes ago. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. An everything entertainment update heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 107.1. So, um, what's new in your world? Well, Austin Mahone is going to join OnlyFans, but there is a twist. Austin is the latest celeb to join the OnlyFans wave, but he's going to take it a little different approach. He's going to get naked. <gasps> well, that's what you do on OnlyFans. Is... Right? I thought that was funny. I'm like, isn't yeah. that what everybody does there? But they made it like a big point. I'm like, I, I, I guess some celebrities don't. Which one? He's going to... Little Austin... I mean, how old is he now? Wait, Austin Mahoney is the guy who used to be on the Pop-Tarts, right? Uh... I don't think so, but no. he's the one that he like sort of was the successor of uh, Justin Bieber. Yeah, he totally was on cartons of Pop Tarts at oh, one point, wow. and I remember looking at well, him we'll back in his Pop Tart. Oh, that's funny. Uh-oh. Well, Uh-oh. you know, uh, the only singer, the, the singer's OnlyFans account has uh, been up for about three days, and he's already getting blown up with some super weird requests, like pictures of his feet. And a few other places that may not be radio friendly okay. to talk about. So a little weird, a little weird for. I don't know. I, I'm all for being sex positive, but I don't know about the trend of celebrities getting nudie for money. But I suppose tale as old as time, right? I, guess. I don't know. I have. I don't know how I feel about I all this. To strike gotta, a balance. Like, I feel like yeah. the pendulum is swinging too far. <laughs> well, Austin Mahoney would Hey-o. like to show you that. Aww. All right. Now, moving on. Megan Trainer, this is fun, is pregnant with her first child Aww. with her husband, Daryl. Trainer announced that she's pregnant with her first child. And following the surprise announcement, Trainer posted a picture of the sonogram on Instagram. And it's got like some unique, uh, f- like a wreath with Christmas lights because it's going to be at the end of this year, beginning of next year. So, kind of a holiday season type thing. A little holiday baby. Yeah. It's all about that baby. I'm, about that baby. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. They actually made that reference in the article, too. The post, oh, yeah. yeah. The post said, uh, and she said, You all know how long I've wanted this. Dale and I are so beyond happy and excited to meet this little cutie early Aww. next year. Congrats That's to exciting. them. Exciting. Yeah. Congrats to them for sure. And finally, High School Musical The Musical will be returning to Disney Plus this year just in time for the holiday season. The popular TV show initially set around the production of Disney Channel's High School Musical movie will be putting on a special holiday show in December on Disney Plus announced on Wednesday. So it's I feel like be- I, I feel like I gotta watch this show. But it's kind of confusing. Because it's too meta. It's very meta. It's a show, a yeah. fictional show yeah. about teenagers who are putting on a musical of Disney of Disney's high school musical. Exactly. It, the title is so the high meta. school musical, the musical, the series. It's like <laughs> I'm tired. I know, right? I'm tired. A lot going on. Yeah. The cast will perform a collection of Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's Eve songs and share their fondest memories. 
uh, you know, as they uh, from their childhood and whatnot. So Wait, so then they're not going to be performing High School Musical. They're going to be performing other songs, but we know them because they once performed High School Musical. My brain just exploded. Right. It will drop Friday, December 11th, so you can figure it out then. <laughs> you got some time. Okay. It's all good, guys. All right. For more entertainment news, you can download the MyTalk app or go to MyTalk1071.com. Thanks for alerting us. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 8.20, 12.20, and 5.20 on My Talk Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, no Bradley trainer. He's on vacation. I am not leaving him alone. I have sent him approximately one text a day. I need to stop. <laughs> Holly Roberts and I are here with you for yes. the duration of the week until he returns. Um, and uh, we got some stuff to talk about. Naturally. Um, Natch. Okay, so the this, this I I read this story in The Atlantic about Britney Spears, and it blew my mind mind so uh number one we have been following the journey of britney spears probably for the last i'm gonna say year or more it's been at least a year and a half because colleen i think when we started really paying close attention to britney spears Mm -hmm. was when she decided not to do her second las vegas residency and she said the reason that she did that is because she wanted to take care of her dad and then it just snowballed into essentially the free Britney movement, so to right. speak, that we've been talking about so much on the show for the past year. And it's interesting because I, I, I have sort of mixed feelings with for the way that we follow Britney Spears, because I think to a, a person who may be in sort of entering into the conversation for the first time, you may not understand and, and we may not do a great job of explaining why this is sort of an interesting case study for us. Right. Um, because it sometimes sounds like we're just looking at our Instagram and going, what the heck's going on with Britney Spears? This is weird. Well, sometimes we are. And sometimes we are. But the but the part that that plays in the bigger picture has everything to do with a conservatorship that she's been under for over a decade and sort of the trajectory of that conservatorship and how it is evaluated and reevaluated and still is in place. And the players in the story don't always seem to be acting with Britney's best interest at heart. Right. Right. So what was interesting about this Atlantic story? Well, there's a couple things. It's a great. I mean, if you have time to read through it, the title is There's Never Been a Story Like Britney Spears. And then the subtitle is Fans Are Rallying to Liberate the Singer from Her Father's Control. But emancipation narratives from Mariah Carey and other pop stars show how complex independence can be. And that was what jumped off the page for me, is deep in this article, 
that outlines the conservatorship of Britney Spears, we are reminded that this is a tale as old as time Mm -hmm. of female pop artists being controlled in some way, shape or form. Tale as old as time. I mean, it really is. It really is Beauty and the Beast, too. Um, Because you'll remember as recently as, you know, five to five to five or so years ago, Kesha, when she was embroiled in a legal battle with Dr. Luke, her former producer, Free Kesha trended. Yes. You might, if I said Beyonce, you might not think, well, you know what? She's a bad a lady she's got her stuff in order well and now you would be like beyonce is in complete control Control. more than any other celebrity out there beyonce is in total control of the way that we consume her image publicly but let us not forget that beyonce uh had to be emancipated or chose to be emancipated from her very own father right matthew knowles matthew knowles so you know, we have, and 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 the story even brings up Mariah Carey. Right, those are even just the modern ones. You know, even yes. throwing it back, I was thinking oh. about Cher's relationship with Sonny Bono. I was mm-hmm. thinking about Ronnie Spector's relationship with Phil Spector. All, I mean, and then you could probably go back way deeper in history. I mean, go back way back. In, I mean, you, you could talk about um, uh, Judy Garland and how she was controlled. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, not necessarily a pop star, certainly, but a type of of movie and song star, right? Yeah, like, yes. that is their sort of equivalence uh, over time. So this is not this is not a, a new storyline, this storyline about a female pop artist being controlled in some way, shape or form. Apart from that, and I'm and I'm I'll pause here in a second, but because this is such a big article and it's really interesting, it starts with talking about a documentary that they did about Britney Spears in 2008. It was an MTV special. It was called Britney for the Record. It was produced by her father, Jamie Spears, and the former um, co-conservator of her conservatorship of her estate, Andrew Wallet. So tell me what you think that means. That means that the call is coming from inside mm-hmm. the house, meaning in this context that the people who are in charge of her conservatorship are also in charge of the narrative that's being presented in this documentary, Brittany on the Record. Exactly. Now, interestingly enough, now in the Atlantic article, it says you can't really find it anywhere. Well, I found the first part. Ooh. You can, you know, you can dig around on the Internet and I want to give you the text, the first moments of this on-the-record documentary, they say, on the eve of the 2008 MTV Video Music Awards, Britney Spears invited a film crew into her life. Now, I can't recall whether or not that appearance at the Video Music Awards was the one in Las Vegas where she was just kind of, like, flopping around. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was that case where she was doing Give Me More. Let me look it up while you're talking. Please do it, and I'm going to read the rest of what they want this film to be consumed as. On the eve of the 2008 MTV Video Music Awards, Britney Spears invited a film crew into her life. The film you're about to see was captured over the 60 days that followed. No topic was off limits. Um, So they want this Britney for the record docuseries to be presented as unfiltered, 
Britney Spears speaking her truth yeah. in a way that you've never heard before. Now, I do just want to lend context to that 2008 performance uh, of Britney Spears on the MTV Awards. Yes. Okay. You referenced the performance of Give Me More, Give Me More, Mm -hmm. where she seemed to be just sort of like barely sleepwalking through it. Yeah. Well, and at the time when that happened, everyone was, I just, I remember the feeling of watching that and there was a cutaway. I think it was to 50 Cent in the audience watching Mm -hmm. that in real time. and, And the audience was like, well, what is happening here? Right. So. Actually, the two that was two thousand seven. Okay, so this is a reaction. So this to was that. like the comeback after the comeback. Interesting. So because that, and this is when she did stronger. So oh no, the, this is piece of me. So, oh, the, so this is where Britney Spears in two thousand eight. Interestingly enough, she won the MTV VMA for Video of the Year for that song "Piece of Me," that's right, which was a whole song that Britney Spears was allegedly addressing her haters, the paparazzi, all of the chaos that was surrounding her life. And what's interesting about it is it was like the comeback after the comeback, huh? Because that first comeback was her comeback after the quote, and I'm putting this in quotes because I don't actually like this terminology, the public meltdown. Uh, Um, mm -hmm. And so at the time that they did this documentary that aired on MTV, Britney, for the record, that you no longer can basically get your hands on, um, she was already kind of fighting her way back into entertainment after having such a public incident that threatened to unravel her career mm-hmm. so this is was seriously a calculated effort by the the conservatorship to retain her career just like this performance at the mtv music awards they were video music awards they were trying to cement britney spears as still the pop star that she always had been um a force to be reckoned with but what is interesting about that is at the very very end of that um documentary if that you can't really get your hands on um she they realized that through the hour long running time she still had not really discussed whatever it was that precipitated that incident hmm. so again we have a conversation about this conservatorship that's in place because of some sort of mental illness, right? They're they're open about saying that. Yeah. But they don't ever talk in specific. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
specific terms about what the mental illness is and how the conservatorship is taking care of that. Now, there's an argument to be made. That's none of our business, right? Right. But there is also an argument to be made, and it is the argument that Britney Spears is now making um, through her lawyer, which is the public actually does deserve to know it is okay because the public is craving information based on what they're seeing, which isn't adding up. Mm -hmm. And so she's saying the conservatorship can remain. She is not anti-conservatorship. She is pro being more public about it. And the reason that it is under such tight wraps is specifically because of Jamie Spears, her father, who is the conservator. Mm. I mean, there's a lot to to unpack in this Atlantic article. Yeah. Well, and it goes back to the shifting, you know, we were talking about female pop stars finding themselves in these kinds of scenarios. And in Mariah Carey's new memoir, she talks about the fact that Tommy Mottola in their marriage was controlling her in a way where she couldn't understand what was happening Mm -hmm. because she couldn't communicate with fans. And now we have social media and the cat's out of the bag where people are trying to communicate with, they can directly communicate with people like Mariah Carey, Britney Spears may or may not be able to read the messages on her social media, but at least there is an awareness of what, is happening at any given moment in a way that there hasn't been before. And this Atlantic article also kind of examines, you know, what our part is once this all sort of shakes out, if it all shakes out, if she regains sort of some control over her own life, um, what is the public's role in then allowing her to live that life? Yeah. And essentially it's to leave her alone. Yeah. Let her be. Leave Brittany alone. But, but... The public has, this is not the first time, nor shall it be the last, that the public has played a part in the salvation of a certain celebrity who has lost their own power. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting, uh, an interesting conversation to have, uh, and I'm glad that we had an opportunity to have it, but I, I do encourage people to read that article because it does take the conversation to a deeper space that's bigger and, and more important than just Britney Spears is dancing in her lingerie in her foyer. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to dance in our lingerie in the foyer of pop culture. Grant is going to bring us a dirt alert straight from Hollywood after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Grant is here and he's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Grant. Hey, Colleen. Yeah, well, we've got some crazy news going on here. Um, a little, not crazy, but it's just hard to see going on. Country star Morgan Whalen is in some heat for not socially distancing before his upcoming SNL stint next uh, week. Have you guys seen this? The party pictures of him from last weekend? Yes. Oh, my gosh. The pictures. Oh, now, he's the guy. Now, I'm not really familiar with the world of country music, but I did watch the Academy of Country Music Awards a couple of weeks ago because uh, I only had network television to watch. Anyways, he's the guy who was from The Voice, and he likes to sing about beer and trucks, right? Yeah, this bar is one of his famous All songs. Right. Yeah, he was pictured in Tus- or Tuscaloosa, Alabama. He was out there for a football game against Texas A&M on Saturday, went out partying, and there were several people putting videos of him on TikTok where he was you know, drinking, like not socially distancing, not wearing a mask, kissing other girls. Oh, I mean, come on. just just going oh, 
I mean, stuff you're not supposed to be doing in the time we're in right now. So SNL definitely has a decision that they have to make. Well, here's the thing. I I mean, I, I don't know what they'll do, but here's my hope. They have been meticulous about how they have decided to open up and invite people in um, such that you guys, they're paying the the spectator. They're paying the audience. Well, that's oh. kind of a loophole yeah. for them. So yes. because it I, because to be all in the same room, you have, you have to technically to, yeah. be like employees or t- it's some kind of loophole. So this is, but it's really important for them to have people there and, and thus they're taking it seriously and it's right. important for them to do it healthily. Right. So I feel like to your point, Grant, they have an opportunity here to to kind of make a good example. Yeah. And I I, I believe they will. Hopefully. I hope they will. Because the pictures he shouldn't I get, you know, you might go you want to do what you want to do, but you cannot be doing that if you're gonna be doing important things. You can't expose other people no. to your bad Behavior. choices well, yeah, right you can do what you want to do but there will be consequences to what you do absolutely and you have to be comfortable with that yeah yep dan levy now is calling out comedy central india not comedy central america comedy central india after the network's social media account removed a scene from s creek that shows two men kissing in the clip from season five levy's character plays spin the bottle with a few other characters and a kiss between steve and alexis is shown and in the clip, but then when Ted spins and lands on David, viewers see him approach David and grab his face, but the actual kiss is cut from the clip. Hmm. And as you know, David is very, you know, out there and trying to make sure that, you know, love is love and get it out there. So he was not happy about this. He said, You showed the kiss between two women, you showed the kiss between a woman and a man, then you removed the kiss between two men. This is a show about the power of inclus- er, inclusivity. The censorship of gay intimacy is making harmful is making a harmful statement against that message. Mm. Love is love. So he is not happy about that. I you know what? I I I I celebrate him just in general all around. Because number one, he was the creator of such a wonderful, inclusive show. Amazing. That was I mean, it was hilarious, but it also was sort of life changing in a lot of ways. Um, and it had so much heart. And I just praise him for continuing to be an advocate uh, and calling out an injustice like that. Well, yeah, because if you're censoring something like that, I now I haven't watched a lot of Poops Creek. Oh, but when show. you censor a moment like that, then the question becomes: You're just sens- you're missing the whole point of the show. Well, I mean, that is the point of the exactly. Exactly. right. That like, is the right. point it's of the like, show. It's like the actions all around that. Yeah, and then you delete that one scene. It what? It, I I'm not making sense, but you made sense, and I should have just let you make sense. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, he, he's he definitely not happy with the situation. No. So. Um, Rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess we got a little time for one more here. I'll be quick. Just to kind of touch on what we touched about yesterday, Anne Heche has revealed that she, when she left upset with her Dancing with the Stars elimination, it was because, like you said yesterday, Colleen, it's because she opened up right before that about her whole relationship with Ellen and how mm-hmm. it wasn't accepted for all those years. And then it came out, and now it's such a different platform. But it took so long for her to get to that point to talk about it and then mm-hmm. to let herself out like that and then to be let go immediately was extremely hard for her. Yeah, it was a rough. I mean, that just is a rough. And, you know, on the one hand, I'm sure and I'm putting words in her mouth, but she she understands how the game goes. Right. It's a game show. Mm-hmm. She understands that it, it, it just is one of those um, timing, timing things. Exactly. Do it in the first season, first episode or something, not when she could potentially be eliminated. Or, That's kind of yeah, what she gets. It just was such an awkward yeah. time. It People was, it's emotions. unfortunate. 
People have feelings. Feelings. Feel people. Uh, Grant, thank you for that dirt alert. Thank hey, you. we need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize. We do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. So here's the deal. We can't play the game if you don't call. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom Bradley's off. Holly Roberts and I are here. Why aren't you calling? Why aren't you calling? We love to play the game, the 30-second pop culture challenge. However, it is imperative that you, yes, you, play along and we need a person to play and uh, you have to call 651-641-1071 in order to do so uh, and when I say to do so what I mean is play the 30 second pop culture challenge 30 second pop culture challenge now I'm hopeful that Grant is getting a contestant on the line. I've got one actually. Oh, it's Yay! so good when they listen to us. Uh, J- Jack is on the phone. We've got Jack on the line, and what is Jack playing for? Jack is playing for a one of a kind My Talk 1071 t shirt. Awesome. Jack, you know how this works. The timer will begin after I ask you the first question. Are you ready? Yes, I'm scared. Don't be afraid. It will be over in 30 seconds. Here we go. Jeff Goldblum plays Dr. Ian Malcolm in what film franchise? It's about dinosaurs. Scar is the villain in what Disney film? It's about lions. Uh, The Lion King. The show Glow on Netflix is about what sport? Uh, Soccer. That's wrong. Okay. Next. (laughs) <laughs> Sean P. Diddy Combs founded what record label? Oh, uh, Highlights. No. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Jack, that was fun. Thank you for playing Thank along. Highlights. The 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. Yeah, every came. album came with some stickers. Um, it's how fun that was. <laughs> hey, is Donna in the studio? Hi. Okay, Donna, here's what we're going to do. Yep. Okay. I'm going to go through those questions, oh, but God. you have to answer them. Oh, no, I don't we know if I can. We won't put the okay. timer on, and we'll help you. It's Okay, fine. ready. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum plays Dr. Ian Malcolm in what film franchise? Oh, um, I guess we are playing oh, the timer. Jurassic Park. Scar is the villain in what Disney movie? Lion King. The show Glow on Netflix is about what sport? Uh, wrestling. Oh, good. Sean P. Diddy Combs founded what record label? Oh, gosh, I don't remember. Not good, but... Uh, Bubba Records. Mm-hmm. Bad boy. <laughs> Bad boy records. Uh, what villain has a pet cat named Mr. Bigglesworth? Oh, that is uh, Austin Powers, uh, Dr. Evil. Donna, no stress. Look at you go. Pew. All right. Thank Pew. you for playing. Uh, and now that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to solve some pop culture mysteries. And we do this in the form of blind items, which Holly has selected for us. And Donna is going to help me solve yeah. them. Blinded by the item. Blinded by the item. Yes. Celebrity gossip mysteries coming at you. Try to solve this one. Now, this is confirmed, by the way. It won't be long before all the friends and former friends of the A-list reality star are on porn sites. Her four-sounding best friend has been filming content over the past month in anticipation of her own debut. Ooh. Which the debut has already been made, so this is confirmed. Okay. All the friends and former friends of the A-list reality star are on porn sites. 
Yes. Oh, no. Uh, um, and her forest-sounding best friend. Yes. Forest-sounding? Well, the, uh, tree trees? Well, what are what are in trees are in what? Uh, in the, forest. The ground. An, forest. Another word woods. for woods. Oh, J- Jordan Woods. Oh. oh. Is this um oh, no. is this um Kylie Jenner? <gasps> yes. Hi. Oh. So it won't be long before oh. all the friends and former friends of Kylie Jenner are on porn sites. Jordan Woods has been filming content over the past month in anticipation of her own debut, which happened either early this week or late last week, where Jordan Woods said that she was starting her own OnlyFans account. Um, <laughs> I what? Why? I I don't know. I feel like there's I don't see OnlyFans is like the the whole new thing. Yes. And I don't get it. And I don't think I'm supposed to. I'm uncomfortable. I'm sorry, Donna. It's okay. <laughs> Donna, here's the good news. Okay. You can stay clothed. Okay. You don't That's need, a good thing for all of us. You don't need to start an OnlyFans account. Okay. Thank Yay. you. Yay. Pew, pew, pew. I suppose that because, like I said in the top of the hour, Dirt Alert update, I'm working out my feelings on this phenomenon of celebrities starting to go to OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. On one hand... Body positivity, body, sex positive. Yes, sex positive. On the other hand, I get a little squeamish when the precedent is that in order to fulfill an obligation as a celebrity, then you have to get naked. But then I go back to the fact mm. that that may have always been the case. It's just the platform that's changing. But then I... I don't know. I'm going to move on. Yeah, you know, I, I still, this is like an existential crisis that we do not have time to solve. I'm still noshing right. on it. Anyways. Noshing. Oh. <laughs> oh. So we're going to go to a celebrity gossip mystery. That's a safe space. Okay. Try to solve this, Colleen and Donna. Okay. Once again, this permanent A-list model host producer knows she can't be fired and knows she's... Mm-hmm. Not pretty good every week, so she doesn't care when she messes up. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Tyra, Tyra Banks. Banks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Because ultimately, it's good publicity mm-hmm. when a moment like that happens, and then you're putting yourself out there like you're not paying attention to the haters, but then. It's such but, a but weird... then who's hating? Because no one was hating in the first place. No, she's doing a really weird game of Twister with herself. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's like, got her foot on the blue, Yeah, her other foot on the yellow, right. and her elbow on the red. And mm. I can't figure out, like, yeah, because nobody... Just do, just do the job. Can I ask what I saw a headline of oh, something yeah. else that happened mm-hmm. recently? What was that? What happened? Yes. So this happened year Monday. Okay, this um, week. This week uh, at the end of Dancing with the Stars, she had named the wrong two couples in the bottom two. <gasps> but it was, I mean, but honestly, she handled it well. Yes. I mean, we talked about it yesterday. She handled it fine. Totally. Um, and it wasn't actually her fault. It was a production issue. Okay. But in her handling of it, it, it was a moment and anybody would have been flustered. But in her handling of it, you could see her still trying to like uh talk to the haters 
Oh, and they God. were talking, you know what I mean? So she's yes. just like, this is live TV, folks. This is what you're watching it live. This is what happens with live TV. It would happen to anybody. And I'm just like, okay, just keep moving forward. Right. Don't be right? defensive and yes, slow things down. Such an awkward, it was awkward, but she did. She got through it and they figured it out. And it really is not the end of the world. You guys, it's dancing with the stars. Right. <sighs> All right. So yeah, that's the story. Next. Another celebrity gossip mystery. It is true that the back in the day A minus list singer who had her biggest hit using her name in the song didn't hook up with the man who coked himself to death. But she did have a long term affair with the singer and manager while he was married to the permanent A plus lister. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, so there's a lot happening there. Okay. Back in the day, A minus list singer who had her biggest hit using her name in the song. Yes. Okay. So can I just throw some names out? I wish you would. So I'm is could it be Britney? Because I'm Britney, uh, bitch. Oh, that's good, though. Good, okay. good. Okay. That's good. You're just trying to think it out. Think it out. Day, a minus list singer. Yeah. Biggest hit using her own name. Janet Jackson. Oh, if you're nasty. Oh. Whoa, good one. This is a concerning a story that's making headlines today. Okay. 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 The A Mariah Carey. So her no. manager coked but- himself? No. So there's a story that the singer had an affair with the guy who had a problem with the nose candy. That is not true. However, what is true is that she had a long-running affair with a musician and manager uh, and notorious abuser while he was still married to a permanent A-plus lister. So she was having an affair with somebody, but it wasn't the person that we're talking about in headlines. It was actually somebody else. Okay, so musician-manager guy who was still married. Yes. Okay, so so can you hint? I know I'm trying. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm working on it. Madonna. No. Mm-hmm. Is this so? The musician manager is still a manager. No, he. I think that he has left our dimension, and he was really nasty. He oh. was not a nice guy. And his wife famously left him because he was nasty and he was mean. It's not Christina Aguilera. Abusive. Oh, no. oh is, is this our uh, mute R. Kelly? No. Okay. <laughs> One more time. I'm going to say the singer's name. I know. And I'm going to say it like this. <laughs> Rihanna. <laughs> We're terrible. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to give it to you I'm now. Like, there's just three syllables. That's all I know. Shaka Khan. Oh, Shaka Khan. Oh, good one, Holly. <laughs> Shaka Khan, everybody, everybody. Shaka Khan. Yes. yes. Now oh, there's a story I feel for you now. <laughs> Thank you. There's a story out there that Shaka Khan had an affair with Rick James. That is not true. Okay. However, what NT Lawyer is saying is that Shaka Khan had a long-term affair with Ike Turner. Oh, oh this is a hard one. Who was the husband of Tina Turner, Oof. the permanent A-list singer? Wow. So, a little vintage gossip for you today. Really, that's oh like gosh, trying to that's... do a like five thousand piece puzzle. Um, thank you. That was good. Thank you. That and was really good. Also, Donna, I would totally do a five thousand piece <gasps> puzzle. Really? 
I love puzzles. I hate them. How about really? an all white one? No, no, that I can't. Oh, that too much. Oh. I saw people during the pandemic take it to a whole new level because they had been doing so many puzzles, and some people oh. were like, "We're just going to do it blank." And I'm like, "That's that's no, that, I'm not there." Yeah. Um, but I do love a good puzzle. I do love a good puzzle. Me too. Thanks everybody for Thank coming you. to Puzzle Chat. And Donna, you're the best. You are. And we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, bye. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, here's just another reason that we know that Rebel Wilson is in a publationship with Jacob Bush. Thank you, by the way, to our listener who f- first sounded the alarm on this. Yay. Uh, she's got a whole new venture that she's promoting. We'll tell you what it is after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you for that, Grant. And OMG, you guys, we are experiencing that thing that happens in the fall when we get like the phoenix rises from the ashes and we get a little taste of summer again Woo! before it goes bye bye. Kind of hot right now, and I don't know how to regulate my body temperature. Um, may I recommend a cold beverage? Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, oh, streaming so live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley, trainers on vacation. Holly and I are here with you. And we have been focusing our energies and attention on a new publationship. Holly, what is a publationship? A publationship is a celebrity relationship in the service of publicity. And uh, the one that we, and we like to give them cute little names, this one is called Whoosh. What is a whoosh? A whoosh (laughs) is a Rebel Wilson and a Jacob Bush. Okay, so this actually, and I will never stop giving props to our listener. I cannot remember which listener it was, but you know who you are. I'm going to give listeners one of these. (laughs) Because we love you and we love when you are part of the Cobra gang. Yes, Yes. you're in the gang. And what happened is um, when this relationship kind of first started to bubble up, I was all in. I was like, oh, I'm so happy she's got a boyfriend. This is so great. Uh And then a listener said on Twitter, I smell a publationship. And we did the work. We applied our principles of publationship dumb. And we have arrived at the idea that Rebel Wilson and Jacob Bush is a full-on 100% in-your-face publationship. Well, we have new evidence. Uh, New evidence has emerged. Because what you will start to see around a publationship is a lot of announcements of new projects. And when that happens, and somebody has just recently gone public with a relationship, that's when really all of your spidey senses should be tingling. Ooh. Right? Because what that says is there was a reason why that person was trying to push their name out there in the first place. Yes. Rebel Wilson has a new project. Yes, she does. Her new project is dun, 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 ah. a children's book series. What? Yes. Yeah, so okay. she announced. Sure. I know. She announced yesterday that uh, she is in the process of writing a children's book series titled Bella the Brave. She says of this series uh, that she, quote, just started work with the Hatchet Kids on which. No, sorry, not with the Hatchet Kids. That's Are they related to the Garbage Pail Kids? The Halloween version? I think it's actually I think it's actually Hachette Kids, maybe. I think it's just called. I don't Hatchet know. I'm not kids. even going to bother. Doesn't Anyways, matter. it's a publishing firm. It's a publishing firm, firm mm-hmm. and it's their kids division. She says, on my first children's book series called Bella the Brave for Australia and New Zealand, kids age three plus. She added, it's coming in late 2021. Uh, and she said of, you know, her inspiration, quote, my journey from being a shy girl from Sydney's western suburbs 
to turning into an international movie star. Okay. Has taught me many things and I'm pumped to be able to try to pass on some of this knowledge to kids in a fun and entertaining way. Okay. In the, in the story, in the daily mail written about this announcement, that quote is followed up by it comes after rebel revealed that she's just three kilograms shy of reaching her goal weight. Well, great. Which has nothing to do, by the way, with her ability to write a children's book. No, absolutely not. Like we've said before, and I think we just said it yesterday, we honor someone when they've set a goal for themselves. Yeah. And they work towards it. Yep. And they achieve it. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Pretty sure your literacy abilities (laughs) have nothing to do with any kind of weight experience shape of your you're, you're having in your body right your relationship with gra- gravity but this whole thing this is classic publicationship it Colleen. is well publicationship or rather this is an offshoot of the phenomenon of a publicationship mm-hmm. the children the celebrity children's book is an offshoot of publicity and i will say this yeah. there is a long history of celebrities quote unquote writing children's book and i say that well, I can think of some off the top of my head. Remember when Madonna started writing children's books? Vaguely. Also, that's misguided. She it was like the English roses. It was when Madonna was a, a lady of an English man mm-hmm. or that phase of her life. She was a children. There are so many. The list can go on and on. Anyways, this is not to beef with actual authors of legitimate fantastic children's literature we need you we honor your talents and your gifts to literacy everywhere thank you very much we love you yes yes rebel wilson writing a children's book it's I, you why? guys she's not why? even writing it why? i'm just throwing no, it out there nobody, she's not even actually writing it but it's an easy way for you to get yourself out there yeah. and say that you're doing something positive for the kids and then you get your name out there and then we're talking about you so then it kind of cycles in that world of publicity yeah i mean it's a this is like a you um, are not maurice sendak this is a coordinated effort on behalf of her and her team to put her everywhere to get her name out Every which where so that everybody's talking about her so that she can elevate her career to the next level. Because as you may or may not be aware, there are people who just act and that is all they do. That's true. But then there are people who want to take their celebrity to the next level. And that's when we start to see things like publicationships, like um, different types of corporate partnerships. Um, putting your name on makeup brands or those types of things. Right. Writing a children's book. At this point, being an actor oftentimes serves as a launching point for larger celebrity. Now, that's a whole conversation about the nature of Hollywood, the nature of celebrity in general in 2020. But, oh, look, here comes the vaudeville hook taking us away. Yeah, Bye. bye. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, who would you like to hear a quarantine album from? Who are you craving new music from? And you would love to hear what they would put together over quarantine because we've got a new quarantine album to celebrate. 651-641-1071 after this on my talk 107